0: Once again, you will listen to What's Up Board, the podcast. For those of you who may not know, this is a podcast that focuses on love, life, relationships, and everything in between. Everyone has a story to tell. I just want to know, what's yours? With that being said, one of the weekly goals of this podcast is to help people like you learn from our guests and comprehend information from a different lens of perspective. To all the listeners out there, both old and new, Salute! Now let's begin this episode over to you, Wardy Ward. Once again, you're listening to What's Up with Ward, the podcast. We want to encourage everyone before we get started to like, subscribe, and follow What's Up with Ward, the podcast, wherever you stream your services at. Some of our more popular platforms include Audible, Pandora, and Amazon Prime. With that being said, my name is Woody Ward. I'm the host of your show. And my co-host is not a little like Jay Bay in the building. So, Jay?
1: Hey, hey, hey.
0: Hey, I'm excited about our guest today because not only is she a catalyst in our community, but she's also starting her own not for profit. She's going to tell us all about that and more. Ladies and gentlemen, please help us and welcome Esther Lewis to our show. Welcome.
2: Woo! <laughs> uh, Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, definitely our pleasure. So uh, Esther, well, before we get started, tell us a little bit about who you are and, and what program that you are, are working on that's uh, affecting the community.
2: Um, so my name is Esther Lewis. I'm CEO of Holistic Evolution, which is a nonprofit that supports organization's capacity to serve males of color 16 to 24. Mm-hmm. That was a mouthful. But yeah. um, I'm, I am a, or I raised my son who is now 20. Mm. Um, and I saw the issues that I had in raising him as a single mom. And um, didn't want other young men to or other mothers to have those same struggles and so um I decided to I didn't decide God (laughs) told me to do it and then I ran for a little while and then I did it (laughs) we talked about that a little bit yeah yeah so So you
1: ran from it what kind of expound on that
2: Mm, Oh, Jay, you would just <laughs> jump right on
1: <off laughs> it. <laughs> okay. it. I just, I'm kidding. Yeah.
2: up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't <laughs> necessarily come from a community or like a family or an upbringing where, um, we started businesses. Whether we where we had the resources to do it, um, or even it just was, it was not something that, um, was ever introduced. Let me not say that. Um, it was introduced in the academic sense, um, or mentoring sense, but that was not something that my mom would tell me that I could do. Um, that would be something, you know, that, um, I had some limiting beliefs around that, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, so it it start, starting a business was not something that um you know, it was it was not something at all that I felt like I could. Do. Um but yeah, in 2019 um I was diagnosed with brain, breast cancer and just spending some time getting quiet and talking to God and just you know, asking the questions why um I kind of was just like okay let me let me figure out what, what is going on with my life what I'm doing here um and through that time period um of navigating something that was really new to me you know like I had never been through um cancer or anything with anybody in my family um you know, God reveals like this is your purpose, and you've been running from it. <laughs> like you, it's time—it's time to to do what I put you on the earth to do. Yeah. Um. So that's a long answer for <laughs> one question.
1: Oh, uh, I mean, that's amazing! It's not what you go through; it's what you go through, right? Right. Yep. Praise so, God! Yes, I love that.
0: Where were you located, Esther?
2: Um, I'm originally from Gary, Indiana. I still live in Northwest Indiana.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm familiar with that area. I got my uh, barber's license in Gary 50 million years ago up on uh, LaVelle's. I don't know if you remember that when he was there on, I think it was Broadway Street or something
1: like that. (laughs) Or you ain't got no hair on
0: your (laughs) head. I don't.
2: I don't even think, no, I don't think I... Know that place, but um, yeah. Broadway is the street. That's
0: okay. the main
1: street in Gary. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I know because it's when I was there. It was that area was the it was the greatest. It was kind of going down a little bit. Do you kind of get back over there a lot, or, or what's it like over there now?
2: Oh yeah, every day, <laughs> every day. Okay. Um, out oh, the city is 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 doing amazing. Um our previous mayor had started um a lot of just community and economic development hmm. projects. Um she was doing a lot of the I don't know if you guys know what collective impact is. Um just pulling together different stakeholders in the community and just taking account for what is there. She was doing a lot of collective impact. Um and then, you know, a lot of economic development um, or at least projects that were started, mm-hmm. you know, under her when she was mayor. And then um, we have a new mayor um, and, and he too is just, there's a lot of opportunities here. Um, the state uh So so typically, not typically, but um, in the past, uh, Gary has kind of been known for, you know, their relationship not being as strong with the state or with the governor. Um, And so I see this, um, our current mayor, um, kind of working more with the state on the economic development front, if that makes sense. So like, uh, the governor has identified a number of opportunity zones, um, in the city. So that makes, you know, the land attractive to, um, businesses and investors. Um, a lot of the, the residents are concerned about, you know, gentrification, but, um, there's just a lot of movement. I'm, I'm happy that there is conversation being had about you know growth and development in the in the in the city, um, but you know we, we we get both sides of the argument.
0: Okay. What's a, what's a typical day like for you? <laughs> <So typical. laughs> I know they're all different.
2: There's,
1: but.
2: Yeah, there's no there's no typical days. Um, usually, when I'm Doing well, I get up and I go to the gym Mm. before eight o'clock. This morning I wasn't doing too well, so after this, I'll 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 go to the gym and I'll uh, you know post a sweat check picture on uh, Instagram, motivate (laughs) everybody, um, and actually motivate myself. And then I just, I come back to um, the house and I like get started mostly with Zoom. Um, I usually have one or two days that are um, in the community some kind of way, like just a a meeting or site visit or something like that. Um, So yeah, a lot of what I do is behind the computer and (laughs) Um, talking to people, calling people, texting people, especially when we're doing um events and and things like that consistently. I like I send out a couple thousand text messages. I
1: know, right? (laughs) You didn't say a couple hundred, you said a couple thousand, right? A couple thousand, Yeah. yeah. So your they do, you. and
2: <laughs> and and it usually takes me um a couple of days to do it. So okay. um, yeah, so we're 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 trying to get some help. We're trying to get some help. We're working on it. Okay.
0: You had mentioned earlier that um uh, you you weren't necessarily totally comfortable about uh, taking on this task. So what what uh, was able to get you over the hump? I know you said God called you to do it, but. Sometimes you know we know that whole story about Jonah. So you know he fought it too. How did you just get moving on it? What did was did you have a mentor? You too. What, what? How did you do it? You say
2: just just get moving on it. Um. So. So holistic evolution is um, kind of a, in response to gaps that I've seen in working in youth development you know, for almost 20 years. Um, And so the work that I do is work that I've done for nonprofits throughout the years, um, just kind of supporting them in programming, um, so to speak, Um, whether that was like as a consultant or, you know, like a second job or whatever, um, so in 2019, I turned. That was like my 40th birthday. Um, the cancer scare um, um, happened, and I, I started. I had a birthday party, and basically was just like, "Okay, I'm gonna sell tickets to come to my birthday party, um, and we are gonna use this money to support male you know, mentoring in Northwest Indiana." Um and so and so that's what that's what we did and then you know, like I started the nonprofit maybe like the same time. So in October, my birthday is October thirteenth and I started Holistic Evolution like October
1: nineteenth. Oh, that was cool. Um, so what's the day in the life as, like, a pro, like when the program is up and going, you have five to ten kids, you know, going through, is it individual, is it group, is it, um, are you going to schools to try to apprehend these kids, are you going to churches, what does that look like? Oh, wow,
2: so, um, that's a loaded question, Jay. So, <laughs> the, the first thing is, so, Holistic Evolution um, supports the organization, That do direct service. And so so there may be a mentoring program that does groups every second Friday, every other Friday. Um, And so Holistic Evolution will support that group by um, finding funding for food because it's better. It's better when we have when we have food. Relationship
1: um, is filled with food, I understand.
2: Yes. <laughs> and so uh, we will we would support that organization um, and recruit a mentor. Um okay. if there are young men that need one to one mentoring, then identifying the mentor and funding to support that relationship Um, right now we are paying, um, mentors to do a number of, of things. So we have like four, three different projects, three and a half different projects Mm -hmm. that we're doing and, and, and we are, um, paying mentors to basically operate in those roles. Um, If you guys could kind of understand where Holistic Evolution comes from, being a single mom, we always say, you know, we can't raise our sons to be men. Um, And so it's the same kind of concept with Holistic Evolution. I personally can't mentor the young men, but what I am good at is coordination of services. I am good at, linking people to things and just making it a seamless um interaction for that mentor and that mentee I'm really good at research um measuring the relationship and evaluation of the relationship and so I'm just doing the parts that I'm good at and then I'm trying to find uh men that do just kind of walk those things out um So yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot, but it's, it's mostly me sitting and coordinating and calling people and, you know, that, that sort of thing. Um, the answer, you know, for males of color, specifically focused on males of color, 16 to 24, the answer from my perspective, um, for males of color is males of color. So, um, mentors is is so extremely important um other um populations even in women we see that cross generational learning that happens you know like we have our aunties that we talk to about what happened you know at at 13 and when you know we have that um that has not been the case for many males of color they they don't necessarily have that cross-generational learning that's happening, which means that our males of color are learning things later than, you know, when our young ladies would or, you know.
0: How are you bringing awareness to these mentors that you need for the program? Where are you finding them at?
1: Oh,
2: Lord. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so, um, okay, so everybody everybody says this all the time since god purposed me to do this <laughs> like he has really given me um i don't i don't want to say wisdom he has he's given me wisdom in um collecting names and numbers and emails for like the past 10 years mm. i don't know <laughs> like a very long time so yes. One one of the projects that um I've worked on uh since two thousand thirteen. I organized the Indiana Black Barbershop Health Initiative. Okay. Um it, but so I've coordinated I've coordinated it in Lake County. Um and so having having do that having done that, um I've kind of been known in the community for an advocate for You know, um, African American male health, Um, and and then I'm connected with the Commission on the Social Status of Black Males, and so they do a conference, and so I always try to work with schools to um, like identify funding to get a bus and get you know young men to Indianapolis to to attend the conference, Um, and so I've kind of been known throughout. The years as someone who who advocates for, um, you know, for males of color, and I've just collected phone numbers and just continued to 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 just build on um, that network, Um, especially seeing as all of the projects that I that I've done before prior to starting Holistic Evolution. It was like, I'm doing this um, because I see the need, not because somebody was paying me to do it or anything. So these, the people's names and numbers that I collected, these are all volunteers. And these are volunteers that I'm bringing back year after year to, hey, remember the last time we did this? We had fun. Come on and give me your Saturday again <laughs> type of thing, you know? Um, and so it was it was imperative that I that I kept hold of those folks <laughs> like their their numbers and right. uh, kept them engaged. So now that I've started holistic evolution and we, you know, focus specifically on males of color, um, it's just like all of these previous relationships, you know, okay, so now, we have funding you know um and and that was some one of the gaps that I kind of talked about in in these programming or what I saw being ineffective when it comes to mentoring young men of color um, awesome. we we needed to have funding there so we we, we got funding now we gotta you know yeah. Get, the, get the work done <laughs> yeah, great.
0: so what about these uh, when the mentors come in is there like classes or training that they go through or something that you want to instruct them on to make sure they're inculcating with, it, with the participants
2: that's a wonderful question Ward. of Why course there <laughs> of course there is um, so kind of the niche um, to and I don't want to say it's the niche but um, there's a whole body of work um like evidence based and, and um informed practices um coming out of uh, mentoring or mentor which is um so the my brothers keeper initiative um basically when president Obama was in office, um and it's the My Brothers Keeper initiative is still going on, but they shifted a lot of money into mentor, which was just kind of the study, the, the effectiveness of mentoring. Um, and so all of the mentoring that we do, I train our mentors on evidence-based practices, um, essentially from the, it, it's a, book it's a huge toolkit um that is the effective practices in mentoring Um, and so I train on those evidence-based practices I identify evidence-based curriculum um so depending on the type of mentoring that they do or the type of project that they are working on there are specific training that is required of that. Um, right now we have funding to support um, primary prevention in um, Northwest Indiana so Lake, Porter, and LaPorte County. Um, so there is a well-known curriculum called Bottom Life Skills um, Transitions and so those mentors or holy we call our mentors holistic heroes those holistic heroes that will be delivering that curriculum have to have to be trained on that curriculum so it's like multiple projects I'm I'm telling you it's it's a hosh posh mm-hmm. like these are this is like gaps that I've seen throughout the years like things that you know um I don't want to say I know, but we will see if putting funding the way that that we have, if it's going to prove to be um, effective. Give me give me twelve months, and you will have the evaluation of
1: of, of our outcomes. So, are you, are you looking at specific skill sets for these mentors, like engineers or financial gurus or those who are good at knowing your, you know, like I don't know, health nuts, you know, things in that nature. Are you looking for a specific skill sets out of these mentors?
2: Yeah. oh my goodness. Um, so no, we have um, we, the young men in Northwest Indiana, males of color, sixteen twenty-four. They uh, are interested in different things, and so we need we need everybody. <laughs> we need everybody. We need everybody. Um, last year, we did. Um, I told you guys the, the first year in 2019, I did the fundraisers to support male mentoring. Um, and, and then I made it kind of like an annual event. Like, this is what we're doing for my birthday every year. Um, so, last year in 2021, we added something called the He Future Fair. Um, so, I was looking at um, career and technical education data for Lake County. Um and I was concerned at there so there was like 10,414 students that were enrolled in career and technical education <coughs> in 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 Lake County. Um, so you guys know career and technical education is required by the governor. Um, like, kids got to do it to graduate. Um, so about 19% of those students were Black in Lake County um, and 16% Hispanic. And so I was just, I was a little concerned about, you know, access for our, our males of color. And, and I don't want to say that um, we serve males of color by uh, biracial, African American, um, Hispanic. It's just that with the data, a lot of times they only give or they only break it out, you know, with Hispanic and Black, and so that's why a lot of times the data I I can only say Black and Hispanic, and I can't really uh, pull in Native American and biracial. Right. But so as a as a community response to that right because that's something that we we don't really have a lot of control over right that's the, the school system we have some some challenges going on politically with the school systems in some communities and so I, I went and not I me and my board and volunteers went and and tried to identify um like career and technical education opportunities. Um, so we had a vendor fair that I call the future fair. Um, we had 48 vendors and it was like employers that was doing higher It was all of the region's colleges. We had training providers. So like the Boilermaker Union was there. We had cultural and spiritual resources um so something called like the decay devils they do like these um trips where they take pictures of um old buildings and then they display those pictures um and so they were able to take some pictures while they were um it, they were at the the fair um but the big part is that we were able to partner with high schools in Lake Porter and LaPorte County and we Bust in 127 males of color um, to participate in that event that day, um, and so we're doing it again this year, and we're adding on to it um, as that seems to be the <laughs> the, the the goal. Um, but yeah, so I was I was really proud of how that how that turned out and and the impact that we were able to make for the young man.
1: I'm just like oh, Jay <laughs> I love stuff like this. Like I could talk about this for hours. So I'm just like, oh my God, so Jay. So so <laughs> I'ma I'ma call you. <laughs> like
2: we word. Like what's our schedule? Y'all y'all do the podcast. But look, but I need you. I need right. you. Yeah. Come on,
1: I got you. Right.
2: Listen. I, and and I get excited, so y'all see, I'm just I I don't enjoy I don't enjoy talking um like this much unless I'm talking about holistic evolution and the work that
1: I'm doing. <laughs> like
2: I I I'll, I'll I'll get oh my I'll get to talking when we when talk about males of color.
1: <laughs> that that tells you your true passion and you know that you're in the your right spaces of your journey. A lot of times, that's usually the key test is to see if you're walking the right path and you have the right discernment is when you're passionate about something you're talking about. So that's how you're right space. Yes,
2: yes, I and and that's one thing that God has confirmed over and over again that I am in purpose. Um, yeah, that's he's he's just absolutely confirmed it. Um, I
0: was going to ask you where you did you feel like you or an introvert, or did you enjoy public speaking? So I guess it's Uh, because you're passionate about that.
2: (laughs) Well, so so it's so funny that you say that word. I was... Every test that has ever been taken, like, I'm an extrovert, 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 right? Mm -hmm. But in my older age, (laughs) I don't know how to explain this, but I... I have become. I don't. I don't want to say it's because of the pandemic, but like I, I feel like I've become like an introvert, just because like I do enjoy. I feel like I get energy from being around people. I honestly do. But I'll do like an event. This past April, we did it's a a two day event, Um, and so that was like the first. it was a lot um so we did the he health fair and then we organized the black barbershop health initiative the following day Mm -hmm. and um so after something like that it's like I need to be in the house 24 hours and I don't need to answer my call like answer the phone I don't need to you know and so it's like I feel like I'm becoming like an introvert like I get more energy from being by myself than being around other people. Mm. Um, so I, so I don't know. I have to like retake one of the 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 test
1: that. Okay. You know. Yeah. But it sounds like you just need to be recharged. I'm thinking, Yeah. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. To, it's like plug in, plug off. It's like yeah. the electronic now, like the yeah. Tesla. That's right. The, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah.
0: you do need that time away just to, you know, regroup, get your get your mind right. Because I think sometimes we run a lot, we drain ourselves. And then that can be detrimental. I know it can be for me because I'll get busy doing a million things too. So I can- Yeah, drop it up. up. Stop. Wait a minute. I
1: need to regroup. Yeah, take a nap.
0: Um, right. Let, let me ask you this. So if uh, a young man comes in between the age of 16 and 24, what are some of the services he can uh, expect to receive?
2: So the he model, um, this is what we um, this is what we have planned out, um, but there may be some variation. Um, so a young man coming in receives life coaching. Um, okay either from myself or one of our member organizations. Um, I like to make sure that there is a, um, choice between, a, a woman and a man. Um, and then they receive mentoring. Um, so that young man sits with their life coach and they identify the type of mentoring that is most helpful for them. Um, So that may be groups, that may be one-to-one mentoring. Um, It may be in a community setting. It may be in the school setting. Um, It is about what that young man has identified through coaching, um, what their needs are. Then through life coaching as well, they um, receive resource connection. So that resource connection may be to a health provider um you know I hate to I hate to say this I had a, a young man that was concerned about like an STD um and you know I'm like okay well here is this person let's make this phone call and then let's connect your mentor with this situation yeah. Yeah. um and so the resource connection um m- most of the time it's training though um one of our member organizations is uh, physicians coding and education so um young people have access to Um, like a national coding certification and to be able to make money, you know, fairly quickly um, doing that. And then Little Blue Beauty and Barber College is another one of our member organizations. And so young men going to barber school, Um, that's that resource connection, um, part. Um, but again, that can be whatever is identified through coaching that that young man needs. And when I say identify, he identifies what, what it is that he needs. Um, and then the fourth component of the HE model is the strength focused reward system, And so every time that young man meets with their life coach, with their mentor, they go to school and um, interact with their teacher. They interact with their training provider. Um, They have access to their own community survey. Um, And this community survey is an opportunity for those individuals in the community that this young man has interacted with to brag on how good he did in school or um, I encourage parents to use the community the parent survey you know to say um, Jane did an amazing job came in and took the garbage out I didn't have to ask him to do it um, that type of thing and so the goal is that the young men who get the most people in the community to say Good things about them after 30 days would then go on a holistic hero, which is our male mentors, a holistic hero outing for free with with their mentor. Okay. Um, cool. So the the goal is to um, have those outings once a month. Have you know up to 25 uh, young men so these are like the top top young men so that means they're engaging with their life coach they're engaging with their mentor they're engaging with you know their training provider they're following up on doctor's appointments if that was a part you know of of their resource connection Um, and then we celebrate them by doing something fun you know Mm -hmm. Um, so and then you know we have to, to mm-hmm. sign, sign funding to, <laughs> yeah. to let them do some fun and so the, so that's i'm for so me i'm just coordinate that let me let me try and find some money to take y'all you know to indianapolis or let me try and find some money to take y'all to paintballing or mm-hmm. something yeah. um but the idea is to reward um the reward <laughs> reward them for um, I'm sorry I'm corny y'all
1: sorry y'all got that. I'm <laughs> so <You're too> corny <laughs> You're right.
2: um, reward we them be for besties. say it again Jay
1: say we might be besties now I, I like <laughs> oh, that's corny. That's corny corny
2: corny corny <laughs> um yeah so to reward them for um positive community engagement um You know, and so I have to, like, really hit it home with young men. Like, we're not trying to tell you not to work. I'm trying to tell you to to work, connect your supervisor to this system so that they can brag on the good work that you're doing. And then let me identify a way to reward you in that holistic hero outing. I can definitely see the
0: benefits for that because... I was always told that for every one negative comment somebody hears you need about 15 to 16 positive comments to balance that. So I see the value in that. But my question I have for you now is, you had mentioned the barbering there, the relationship you have with those companies, are they uh, uh, providing uh, scholarships for these individuals to get a barber license?
2: So oh, a couple things happened. Um, so, lulu's Beauty and Barbara College, they accept um, financial aid. So, mm-hmm. if you receive financial aid, you can go there with financial aid. Um, but the state of Indiana has... So, for young people that are out of high school... They have, like, next-level training and and all of those things. So they have funding that's available. So both of, of the, the entities that I mentioned, the Physician Coding and Education mm-hmm. and Lulu's Beauty and Barber College are set up to receive funding um, that way through the state. Um, yeah. And then, so that's one part of it. And then the other part of it is... Um, now they are both set up to receive funding through um the state for high school students um so remember I talked about that career and technical education um so basically excuse me I'm sorry so basically you can um become a workplace specialist where you are training a young person for you know like a full year and they get this certification afterwards or you can offer a cte it's called a cte concentrator um so all of these things are required for young people to graduate Mm -hmm. in the state of indiana um and so yeah so both of these entities are set up with the state to provide this CTE either concentrator or this workplace specialist one year program and actually barbering is longer but um, yeah so the, the state of Indiana has a lot of funding I don't want to say a lot of funding that might be <laughs> overstating but um, the training funding is 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 here the the state of indiana does a really good job of placing resources um for training of young people um the issue i don't want to say the issue the challenge um that we we're we gonna over we gonna come over we're gonna get over is um uh, getting the young people to engage in the whole process and making sure, you know, the paperwork is filled out and making sure, you know, they they stay on top of those things. So, yeah. So fun- funding is available. I don't want to make, make it seem like everything is, is free because there's, you know, a cost of your time, yeah. you know, filling out FAFSA and different things like that. There's, <laughs> you know, there's costs associated with you receiving funding, you know, through whoever.
0: I got another question about the the mentors here. So uh, one of my favorite books says it's better to give than to receive. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm wondering, what do the mentors get out of this? What's in it for them? (sighs)
2: So I guess you would have to ask, you know, the, the mentors directly, but I definitely can share from an organizational um, perspective um, the level of training and investment that we put into our mentors. So for instance, we just, and it's in its infancy state, but um, one of the projects that was, um, that was funded was um, something I'm calling the He Barbershop Health Series. So again, you guys know I've organized the Black Barbershop Health Initiative. We took volunteers into the barbershop um, to do health screenings on um, patrons one day um, out of the year. Mm -hmm. And so um, the He Barbershop Health Series I am um, I'm funded To have mentors and mentees be trained as community health workers um and then they will facilitate conversations in the barbershop around public health issues um so that's the short of it but the benefit there for the mentors as well as the mentees is number one um I've I've secured funding to train you as mm-hmm. a community health worker. Yeah. And so this national, well, you was with, you know, yeah. that previous company. And so you understand, yes. you know, being a community health worker and how that would be beneficial. Oh, yeah. um, so, so paying for, paying for the, the training or identifying funding, the department of health is actually paying for that training. So these, mentors and mentees. So we talking about, you know, young people that are learning early, um, you know, the challenges that exist with health, right? Yep. Um, and not only are they learning and, and gaining this national certification, but then they are applying that knowledge in facilitating this barbershop talk about you know, different public health issues. Um, so there's benefit there. Like this is a certification that you can take and you can get a job and you can make, you know, forty, yeah. fifty thousand dollars a year. Um and then I'm paying I'm not paying the Department of Health is paying um them to coordinate these conversations, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um So we'll have, like, a production team that's going to kind of capture these conversations around community violence, risky sexual behavior, substance abuse, misuse, and prevention, mental health promotion. Um, So they're going to capture it, edit it down, so that, you know, the voices in the room are seen and heard. Um, And then October 13th, we have our annual fundraiser we have the heat future fair um and i pray that we'll have a, a video <laughs> of what males of color in northwest indiana is saying or um communicating around these public health topics
1: Impressive. all right um I, I had a quick praise question.
2: god what
1: <laughs> i'm sorry what'd you say jay no, I was just wondering, how are the parents affected? Um, are they like are they are they co-participating with the mentors to help help the yeah. situation? Are they providing volunteer uh, volunteership? Are they providing a fellowship um, while your their kids are being mentored? and I know that some are disenfranchised because they may not have the proper guidance at home. But are there some parents who are also combating with? Because it takes the village. So are the parents also connected? So,
2: so yes and no. So some because we're dealing with the 16 to 24 year olds. Sometimes you know, um, <laughs> 18, 19 year olds, um, they're kind of doing this or engaging um, on their own. Um, sometimes we we get a mixed bag. Um, Some parents, most parents will communicate with the mentor and say, this is going on and blah, blah, blah. Um, And then some parents, you know, not so much, but most, I would say 96% of parents of young men that are. You know, under the age of 18, we'll communicate and keep the mentor up to date on what's going on and loop the mentor in when um, things are happening in the home. Um, But that, so the issue, not the issue, the challenge with that is making sure that we have mentors that are um, committed and engaged at that level. Um, So we we navigate um multiple you know mentors um and I try to you know just identify the ones that maybe could handle um like a high engagement young man or or parent or whatever um but it's a lot of coordination just
0: coordinate we coordinate yeah yeah like a like movie <laughs> all right all right we're gonna move on to the final section of the show before we let you go it's just uh called rapid fire getting to know you we just asked you a few questions well either or would you rather this or that okay if you will so i'll just rattle off a few here i know that you really like comedy so who are some of your favorite comedians that really make you laugh
2: Oh, man, I really knew you was going to say that. <laughs> I knew you was going to say that because um, I saw that I had posted that on my yeah. story and i saw you it, that you saw it yesterday. So, yeah. um, Corey Holcomb used to be, like, wow. just the... Fu- I know, right? Listen, used to be, like, the funniest person in the world to me. Like, just... He was so funny. Um, but now, like, just... Just hilarious. I'm sorry, uh y'all. y'all, I'm sorry, laughing now, but uh just hilarious is no, I hilarious. Love, I love her. She's, she's funny.
0: She's funny.
2: Like she is, like I she is so incredibly funny. And I mean so funny that um she came, like the first time she came to uh Chicago, <laughs> Chicago. Um, I went by myself. Mm. Like that my, and I'm talking about I'm in between couples. It was like Valentine's Day. It was like the D Ray Valentine's Day conference thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in between couples and I'm just sitting there like Girl. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>.
1: <laughs> it's that
2: is that serious. So just hilarious is definitely hilarious and so extremely funny. And then um so I'm a Christian and Kev on stage. Is more kind of like,
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, no, a little bit more wholesome comedy. Uh-huh. So, yeah. so, I, li- I listen I was- to him,
1: yeah, but he's so still gives a- a- situations. So I-, I said he does, but he gives those situations where you were in the church and you like that happened. I was there, like, <laughs> yeah. I <know. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, so
2: I, I, I listen to I-, I, that's that's my thing. Following just the comedy and. I, yeah, I love to laugh. Okay. I love to laugh and be in yep. All
0: right. Yep. Next question is: Which is a better movie in your opinion, Love Jones or Black Panther?
2: Black Panther, mm. um, wow. mostly
1: because.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, so mostly because. <laughs> hey man, I'm just reacting. Yeah. No, like I, I've not Black Panther is probably the first movie in years that I I can like watch over mm-hmm. and over and yeah. over again so yeah and it may be because you know I saw Love Jones like a long time ago and you know mm-hmm. I don't know but I'm, I'm going with Black Panther.
0: Okay alright uh, Shower gel or Shower Soap Bar <laughs> That's a debate that's going around right
2: now. <laughs> Listen, who is debating that? End of the day, boy, it
1: don't matter. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, people have um, been diluting up this, the bottle soap. They've been
2: diluting. they been soap. diluting it. Okay. All right. So let's go with. Um, so this. So I use bar soap uh, for my face, and then I use gel for everything else. Okay.
0: Okay.
2: And the bottom of my feet. Hmm. that's random too much information I'm sorry I'll be doing that sometimes I'm sorry
1: (laughs) okay I got two left it's alright right right right.
0: Uh, two (laughs) left here if you could have a conversation with only one of these gentlemen who would it be Malcolm or Martin
2: Martin absolutely Um, I feel like I am a person that um, tries to Like pursue peace, and I try to step back from every situation and like look at both sides of an argument. Um, So yeah, um, it's been challenging lately to to step back a lot. And so right now, I yeah, I would love to sit down with Martin.
0: Okay, all right, and. Uh, Obama or Trump?
2: What about (laughs) him? Had to pick one. Had to pick one. Think about. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to choose. So um, (laughs) I would choose um, Obama. Um, He definitely changed the the landscape of my parenting. I think my son was six or seven when he came into office. And so for my son to be able to see that, um, definitely inspiring. Um, Trump, uh, he, I actually really liked Trump prior to um, the presidency. Um, I thought he was a funny guy. And, you know, I think, Everybody did, um, but yeah, like I, I can't. That's
1: all I'll say. Okay. I mean, that's the, that's the, I, definitely fair. Because yeah. he, so he despite the political climate, he had some valid things that people would well, probably want to sit down and talk to him about. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now, regardless of where he stood, you could still get knowledge from him somehow. Good point. So I Good both sides. All right. I I will That's not I will aspect.
2: <laughs> I will I will it's like just not I don't I don't know. I can't say anything um related to, to
0: that. I'm I understand. Just, I understand. I'm
1: I've so said worried. enough. I've said too much. i we, <laughs> no, we, we don't need yeah. communication. We alright. Right, right, we right. It,
0: That was a good answer. If you could go back fifteen years and talk to young Esther. would you tell her
1: um
2: 15 years okay 14 and a half 14 and a half so I would be so I'm trying to think of what I'm how old would I have been so I'd have been about 30 or 20 I'm 42 now so late 20s yeah 27 um hmm So I would affirm her at that age, honestly, because that is the time period where I was really getting, um, starting to identify a purpose. Um, there were some things going on with my son and education and I was, and I started advocating for him around his education and it required me to do research on um, <laughs> you know how black boys are being treated in the classroom mm-hmm. and I got you know passionate and just started filing complaints and um so I I would probably affirm her in that area. Um a lot of times um we I um just want to be pleasant to everybody and I you know be a a people pleaser so to speak um and I was apologizing a lot back then for the way that I felt um and now I know that those feelings were valid um that it wasn't you know just in my head um and so I would definitely affirm her like you are on the right track. You, <laughs> this is this is this is what you're passionate about. This is what God put you on this earth to do. Um, is advocate for you know males of color. Do it. I would I would definitely say do it.
0: There you go. All right. I respect that. Well, um, okay. well, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, ask you to remind our audience again where they can find you at on social media before we end
2: it so what, do awesome you so so I am on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and um, LinkedIn as Esther Lewis um, maybe Esther Lewis 23 um, and then we also have in YouTube and we have the holistic evolution pages that are holistic evolution INC um, so you can reach me there um the website is www.esterjlewis.com and then holistic evolution's website is www.holisticevolution.org
0: okay and you accept donations and people anywhere can just contribute to the program
2: You can, um, when you click on the website, um, and go to the donate link, um, there are a number of campaigns that we have. So if you want to contribute to the Holistic Hero outing, um, or if you want to just make a contribution, um, you can do so from, um, our webpage. Wonderful. JB, do you have anything you want to tell her before I wrap it up?
1: Girl, I'm, I mean, I'm just like in awe. I just, I'm, I'm just happy to see uh, you identify with a lot of things that I, on the back end, work on. Um, I also have a son and a daughter, but I had some similar issues, education issues, where they were trying to do things, and I'm just like, yes. I have other people who feel the same way I feel, so I'm truly. It's been an honor to be in front of you to talk to you and let you expose yourself and expose uh, your pro- your nonprofit so it's been a blessing so I, I thank you for letting us talk to you today
2: praise God let's that just ever. made me feel all warm inside <laughs> praise God
0: <laughs> okay well I'm going to end the show by just saying this every day we wake up we have two choices we can what do they say uh, we have a choice and we have a chance choice and a chance so let's take advantage of those every day Thank you, Esther, for being our guest today. And we look forward okay. to seeing you soon. Thank you.
1: Awesome. awesome. Bye.